Hello and welcome to Happy Mother's Love. My name is Nina and I'm a happy mother. Today we have with us a phenomenal woman. And I don't say this because she's a mother. I say this because she's a mother. She's an IT consultant. She's a project manager and she's a pastor. I don't know. It, it can't get better than that for me. You know, she is amazeballs. For a very long time, I think since we moved to South Africa and it's 14 years now, She's my best friend's mom. So I have two best friends. One is male, one is female. And the male one, this is his mom. He's an amazing person. And he's also a pastor, you know. So, um, yeah, basically she's been in my life all, always, you know. Yeah. And she's, she's, she's like a mom to me as well. So she's my lady's um, grandmother in a way. So I'm going to call her mommy during the whole in, um, conversation. So don't get funny about it. Mommy, thank you for agreeing to do this with me. Um, it's really, I'm privileged to have this conversation with you about um, motherhood. Today, I want us to talk about breastfeeding. Okay. Last week was breastfeeding awareness week. So the whole week, people just, you know, be thankful to breastfeed and give thumbs up to mothers. But as a young mother, one thing I've experienced is there seems to be a lot of confusion about breastfeeding and some negative fact to you know that just the whole idea of breastfeeding doesn't really resonate with some women some women do not want to breastfeed for different reasons um i know some don't have milk coming out of their breast and other reasons but then as the mother i want to know how what do you feel about breastfeeding what is your intake on it um do you think we should breastfeed or not did you breastfeed and was it a choice did you just let me breastfeed. Was it natural for you the first time you breastfed, you know, your boys? Um, well, it's nice being here, first of all. Yes. And um, it's nice being with you guys and um, hearing and being able to contribute to what, you, what you're doing. Thank okay. you. Um, by his grace, I've been able to raise three boys, yeah. three guys. And um, for each of them, it was um, uh, slightly different. Uh, the first one was the guinea pig, so um, I was young. <laughs> I was also of this opinion that I don't want my breast to sag. Um, I was like, um, uh, breastfeeding a child, just give the child breast just for some time because of what you hear people say and all of that and all of that. And also, um, when I was pregnant for the first one, I, I just kind of felt, okay, I'm going to a private hospital, okay. you know, being... Maybe being someone that was educated, I didn't want to go to a public hospital. hospital. Maybe because I felt I was, um, you know, I was hip, you know. I didn't want to go to, I was classy, being classy kind <laughs> of, you know. I didn't want to go to a public hospital and all of that. So I went to a private hospital. Uh, for private hospitals, you just go in, do your checkup and you're gone. You're okay. not taught anything. You're not, they just check your health generally okay. and then you're gone. Um, sure. They check the baby, check your health and that's it. But um, I had a friend who was a nurse. And when I had the first baby, she was like, where did you, which hospital did you go? And I told her, I said, oh, you've not given birth to a baby yet. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? She said, go to a public hospital. I said, what, my class? How can I go to a public hospital? <laughs> to go and sit with the women from the market, you know? with the market women and all of those people and all of that. And she was like, forget about your class. 
and go to a public okay. hospital. I didn't listen because I felt she was just being, okay. you know, so no. I was being classy. I was being high up there. So, so basically the first one was a guinea pig. I breastfed him for about six months. When I was about, when I started going to work, uh, like the, the, to, to the, the leave for the baby was about three months. Okay. So I breastfed the baby fully for about three months. But, okay. but even then I still gave the baby water. I still did a lot of this, a lot of those. And then when I started working, uh, I wasn't um, expressing the breast. I would just go to work. It was, then I started giving, introducing the child to formula and oh, all of that. Solid. So no formula, not just solid. Formula. Yeah, just formula. Okay. Just then, yeah. and then by the time um, he was now four months and five months, four months we started introducing slight solids okay. into it. And then by the time he was nine months, I had stopped breastfeeding. Okay. Nine months, eight months there about that. Because as soon as I started working, it became night issue. You know, like when you come back from work, you know, the boy, the baby gets to get uh, breastfed only when you're back home. And uh, I did that. uh, And then the baby went. I know that that period left. So he became, he got used to eating normal food and all of that. And then um, the second baby came. I still went to a private hospital and my friend was like, you have not learned. I said, go to a public hospital, you know, and the same process was for the second one. And um, the third. So when the third one came, the third one came um, like the first two were very close. You know, the next one came in about um, three year gap or so, three year, four year gap between the, 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 the second and the third. But before then, she would like, go to the private hospital. Go, I mean, go to the, the public, public hospital. hospital. They teach you a lot of things Thanks. and all of that. Forget about your class. Forget about this. So I decided this time around, let me even see what this lady is talking about. about. And I went to a public hospital uh, where we will go in. We will sing in the morning. We will dance. You know, wow. when we come in, they do, we do physical exercises. Um, we do singing, you know. They, generally, all of us are pregnant women. So ah, we all fun. sing. We laugh. We joke together. We play together. The nice. n- a nurse will come in and give us a lesson a day, you know, okay. on different topics and all of that and all of that on how to take care of your baby, mm-hmm. on how to breastfeed your baby. Uh, sometimes they even... Um, go to the point of um, giving us examples of how you carry your baby where you want to breastfeed, your sitting position and all of that. And they taught of all of, all of, all of those things. They also taught us um, uh, how, um, how to take care of baby, how often to take to bath your baby, Babies. you know. And, um, you know, because we had this thing that, look, a baby must be bathed every day. Okay. Uh, baby must be bathed in the morning and things like that. Uh, and then there was this abuse of that notion that, no, your baby doesn't have to be bathed every morning okay. and um you know just clean the baby up when the baby is messed up and then you can clean the baby up given we were given different ways of cleaning the baby up and all of that and um i was like okay this is interesting and then i the baby came and i started practicing having come from uh, a portion of where you didn't breastfeed the baby for long, long. and now you're breastfeeding the baby for so long I, I had two different options the first one was before the baby was up to a particular year we we're already giving a particular month we we're already mm-hmm. giving the baby breast um formula milk like um um uh, nan, uh, whatever, cow bell, a lot of cow milk, what of those things we call them. We used to give them then. But um, and I had the last one. It was a very good experience for me because then I was taught that, look, the baby does not really need so much water. And okay. that for the baby, the breast milk is enough. 
Then we were like, no, but sometimes the breast doesn't bring out more milk and all of that. And we're told that, look, if you take the right food. As a mother. As a mother. Okay. You would have enough milk for your, for baby. your baby. So we now, they now started teaching us um, how to eat, what to eat, how to ensure that your breast milk, your breast is full and all of that. And I started practicing it and I saw that it worked. Really? It really did. Like, um, um, from the side of the world where I come from, like, like okay, like the, 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 the teaching then was that take something warm in the morning. Take something warm before you go to bed. Okay. So when you take warm tea, milk, uh, when you take tea mm-hmm. uh, before you, you, you go to bed or you take ogi. We call it ogi. ogi. It's, um, it could be called pap, but yes. it's a different pap from what we have it's in South Africa. It's more custard like. No, no, it's more, more custard like, yeah, mm. something like that. When you take that pap, you drink it, you know, we were told that make it very watery. Oh. Don't make it as thick, thick as we like. Like we normally like it and all of that. Just make it watery and just drink it like you're drinking water. And when we did that, when I did that, I found out that my breast will fill up and then I'll be looking for the baby to come and drink it. Really? It really filled up and I, I, it was kind of filling up constantly. And then when I now started work, I was able to express enough mm-hmm. milk for the baby to use in the morning. Like I've, I, as soon as I get home, I breastfeed the baby. Um, and the morning before I leave, I would express my breast and I would freeze it, okay, for the baby. So I, uh, the freezer was constantly working. So what I do is I freeze enough for the baby. to I, I put enough down for the baby to she use, to take throughout the day, day until I come back. And when I come back, I now feed the baby. I now um, breastfeed naturally, naturally with the baby. And I was actually working in a bank at that time, and I, my job was quite demanding. Mm-hmm. So I get home at about 6 in the evening. Initially, um, uh, when I was nursing, I would leave the office at 2 in the afternoon to get home for 3 or 4, mm-hmm. and I will start nursing. Okay. You know, But as, the, as the, um, the months grow longer, like mm-hmm. when you pass the nursing period, right then you have to close normally. So I get home at about six, seven most times. Mm-hmm. And then I have to now start breastfeeding the baby. But then, you know, by as at that time, the baby was already into solids as well. Okay. So so what, what, what I did basically was give the baby straight um, breast milk for four months. Okay. Okay, straight breast milk for milk. four months. Then um, within those period, I realized that the baby was stronger than the others. Oh, okay. The baby was... Was never sick. Wow. Was his immunity was quite good. Was very good. He had strong immunity. Um, the baby was very strong, not fat, but strong. Okay, he was quite strong. He was very bubbly. You know, um, uh, we never had issues of um, of um, uh, flu. Okay. Because um, the, the, the nurses were like, the water sometimes, you know, aggravates the flu. Oh, okay. So basically, I didn't have the issues of flu. I just gave breast Nothing. milk. So basically, what, what I did was to feed myself properly so that I can feed the baby properly. properly. And then we were taught that, look, um, whatever you eat, your baby takes part of it. So be careful what you eat. What you put in. So don't, if, you, if you see that your baby's poo is not as good, check what you're eating. Okay. So, so we as mothers then, then had to check more. We, the your checking diet. was our diet. So I, I needed to know what to eat and I, and I, and I had to follow it and it worked. Okay. I breastfed the second one for a year and three months. Wow. <laughs> and it was quite convenient. 
That was a beautiful part of it. When I'm going out, I just pack the baby's um, things. I don't have to take a, 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 a drink. As long as the baby's with me, I don't yeah, have to express. True. You know, you I just, as long them. as we're together, uh, I'm not afraid of um, feeding the baby. I have enough to feed the baby. Feed the, child. Uh, the only problem is when I'm not there. And once I express for the baby, I express enough in different bottles that when they're ready to feed, they just warm, warm what they need to give him. And by the time they are on the fourth, fifth bottle, I'm back. You're back home. Yeah, I'm back home and I'm ready to, to take care of the baby. So um, it's, um, it is um, uh, quite convenient uh, to have to breastfeed. Yeah. Very convenient, very good for the baby. Um, the baby was really quite um, strong, you know, the, his immunity was sound. Um, he never had flu throughout, you know, like the other ones that I, I would need to to start finding a way to blow their noses and, you know, things like that, the mucus out of their nose and all of that. So for me, it was, um, it was much, much easier. And then I used to ask myself and... Um, Hello. And then I used to ask my, can you do this? Can you pull that? So for me, um, I just, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, so for me, it was like more like um, much, much easier to breastfeed. So if I compare that last one to the other two, mm. I was like, why did I do this? Why didn't I do this from day one? You know, yeah. You know, why didn't I do? Because you know, that was when I now uh, was able to tell my friends, I said, "Thank you. I wish I, I wish I was. If I was going to have more babies, they I would have done the same thing, thing for them because it was easier. Um, it was um, better. The baby was stronger, was healthier. Mm. Even the skin of the baby was nicer. Was nicer. You know, I didn't have to struggle with um, um, a lot of skin rashes for Chess the baby." baby. He was he had the the right skin tone and everything. So I really, really did enjoy um breastfeeding. breastfeeding. Yeah, I did. And um the fact that people say that your breasts sag, I I didn't really believe it that much because even for me, I believe each person has their own compo composition. Like yeah. uh, some people some of us have breasts that are not that big up. Mm -hmm. Some of us have bigger breasts than eventually sex. So whether you breastfeed or you don't breastfeed, mm -hmm. eventually um your breast would eventually sag, you know. So uh, whether it, whether you like it or not. And if you your breast doesn't sag, Maybe your nature doesn't allow your breast to, to sag. sag. Yeah, huh. so for me, if I, I I did breastfeed him for that long and um, your end. yeah, and I, I really I really enjoyed it. For me, that was a good one. So, as a mother, how long would you recommend that we breastfeed our children for? Because I heard um, when I was speaking to somebody, she said there's a lady she knew who breastfed her son for till he was five years old, and the boy is uh, healthy. Um, um, in as much as, um, uh, 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 breastfeeding is lovely and, um, at a point, um, it becomes a toy for the baby. You know, as a child gets older, they, mm. they don't really want to leave it because they enjoy it, enjoy. you know. And um, I believe that um, as soon as a child gets to the point where they can eat solidly, mm -hmm. uh, proper food, yes. like um, at least maybe about a year, nine between nine months and um, a year. Shit. And if you can do it for more longer, fine. Mm -hmm. But the bit there, the problem there is the child gets so used to it, they don't want to be weaned off. 
to win them off becomes more difficult for especially for you as a mother, mother. and um, for the child you know for the child it's fine but for you as a mother you find out that you 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 move away from the child and the child doesn't want to get wind so you you to win them becomes a bit more difficult okay mm. but apart from that i think um for as long as a mother can, can do it, but I don't think I want to do for two years or three years. That's a long <laughs> one. <laughs> That's okay. a bit long. But but I still think if you can breastfeed for a year, a year, two months, a year, and three months. It's much better. It's not bad, yeah. It's okay. not bad. According to our um pediatrician, what she said was that every mother is capable of breastfeeding. And I've I've come across two mothers who told me that they don't have milk in their breast. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I really understand. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have milk in your breast? Because this person said that there is milk. You just need to stimulate it for it to come out. The midwives, what they told me is time with from time to time play with your nipples. Mm-hmm. Especially during your pregnancy stages. It's mm-hmm. it's your body is preparing and knowing that they need to release this milk, you know. Mm-hmm. So just stimulate it a little bit. Your milk will come out when there's time for it. So I want to know as a mom who's raised three healthy boys, do you really think that there are some women who doesn't have milk in their breast? Mm, well, I wouldn't say that because you see, when I was being taught, I was like, uh, the size of the breast doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. One number one True. to breastfeed your child. Um, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how big your breast is. The, the, the quantity of fluid that comes out of your breast is not dependent on how big your breast is. So the true. size is not, is not, is not, is not the issue. Okay. Basically, I think the major thing is uh, this, the stimulation okay. of how well your body releases water and how much water you have in to help you, to help with the milk. You mm-hmm. understand me? So, um, I think your diet matters. Okay. Um, except maybe, I don't know, a few people might have medical issues. Maybe their doctors will know about it okay. and know how to help them. But I think majority would be able, should be able to breastfeed nurse their babies. I, I've, I've come across a, a person that really didn't have at all, and the nipples were not really coming out. Oh, okay. And they, they uh, had a friend who had that issue, and um, the nipples were not, were not really coming out. Mm-hmm. She was more like flat, flat, almost flat. And when she was pregnant, she couldn't just, um, she couldn't breastfeed the baby the way the baby should be breastfed. And um, the doctors had to help her in that case. Okay. You know? So okay. um, in her case, it was um, basically um, allowed. Um, the nurses, um, the doctors really helped her out. So that helped, okay. that helped in a lot of ways. But majority of women should be able to breastfeed. We just need to check our diet. What, would you, what kind of food would you recommend for us to eat and, you know, not... Um, to help with that, I'm not a dietitian, but <laughs> that, hey, you know you've um, But but I mean, but what I boys. what I know that worked for me was um, a lot of warm things worked for me. Fluid, warm, okay. warm fluid worked for me. Okay. Like if I have to take custard and I take it very watery, watery. you know, I'm warm. Like I can just drink it like water. It helps okay. for me. Uh, tea also. Like if I take um um. Uh, Things like um, chocolate drink. Okay. Okay. It w- without too much sugar, you don't you don't go sugar sugar with a baby. Oh, you also okay. cut out your sugar really. All right. Because the the sugar affects your baby. Really. I think so. Because I'm having too a lot of sweets sweet these days. No, take away sweets. Not too much for the baby because eventually it affects the baby. Okay. So take the sweets out. Not too much sugar. Okay. Uh, so when you're taking whatever you're taking, um, take it healthily. Okay. Not a moderation in moderation. Don't okay. don't make sugar the the biggest source 
for you. I, I think sugar is not very good for us and uh, definitely will not be too good for our baby. Um, so um, go away from sugar too much, not too much sugar. Just enough to just take a cup of a cup of um, tea at night, a no, cup I've, of tea I've, in I've the morning. I've supplemented sugar, uh, sugar for honey. But then what I mean by sugar is I'm taking, I'm having, I don't know, I take a lot of sweet things. I'm having sweet, which is no, I, I'm not a sweet person, but since you're craving, for yes, it. I'm craving sweets, chocolates, things like that, especially but, at night. But now that you're breastfeeding, you should try and avoid such so that it doesn't um, affect the baby. Baby. So I think um, you should avoid anything that is too sweet. Just take it in moderation. I'm not saying you shouldn't take sweet, but sweet. in moderation, Ration. don't take it in excess. So, okay. So that would um, just eat naturally and normally. Don't overdo it. Okay. Yeah. Moderation in all things is is, is good. Okay. And that well, I want let's go to the religion part of this since you're a pastor. And I was reading a scripture. I was reading a scripture today that. Two scriptures that spoke to me really well about this whole breastfeeding today, breastfeeding thing. And let me actually, um, the first one was in Luke. Let me just get the right scripture so that you can maybe explain it okay. to me since, you know, the first one was, um, where are my photos? Okay. So the first one was the first one was in Isaiah actually. It's Isaiah sixty six ten verses thirteen, and it read, "Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast." that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. For thou says the Lord, behold, I will extend peace to her like a river and the glory of the nation like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse, you shall be carrying upon her hip and bounced upon her knees. And as one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. And the second one that actually... Um, spoke to me very well what was Lamentation 4 verses 3 okay. and that says even jackals offer the breast they nurse their young but the daughter of my people has become cruel like the ostriches in the wilderness and to me that that I felt like it was a little bit of condemnation for those women that chooses not, not to, to breastfeed because the it's like the Bible is ordering us God is saying I gave you this for these purposes Nurse your children, breastfeed your children. So, what do you do? You think that's what yeah, God the Bible is, is? The Bible is correct. Um, the Bible is correct in all its ways. And um, for the scriptures that you have mentioned, mm -hmm. um, I'll, let me start with the first one. Yes. Um, you realize that um, when a baby is crying, you kind of nurse, you 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 pacify your baby with your breast. Yes. Okay. So they find comfort in your breast. Yes. And that is why I was saying something like, as soon as the children, the boy, the babies are getting. Uh, older mm -hmm. and you're still breastfeeding them. them they get they draw comfort from the from breast everything. and it becomes something they can come in to draw comfort from even as they're growing older there. you know so um breast the breast kind of gives comfort and i think the makeup the way god actually um did it he did it in such a way that it is soft it is something you can rest in it's cushioned <laughs> you know god really god made it for that purpose. purpose and if you look at other animals you realize that other animals as well they breastfeed you know, other animals breastfeed. Yeah. You will never see an animal that says, I will not breastfeed my child. 
You know, they breastfeed their babies, their young ones, and they do it with joy. You understand? Mm -hmm. So God gave us the breast for that purpose. So if you say you don't want to breastfeed, you are kind of defeating the purpose that God has given you the breast for. And um, um, the purpose of the breast, you see, the breast cannot be replaced. Mm -hmm. Definitely, you have to know that it cannot be okay. replaced. We can try and say we are trying to put formulas and all of that or do canned food and all of that. But the, the breast milk is well processed. God has done it in such a way that what the child needs is in the it's breast, in, in the right proportion. You understand mm -hmm. me? So um, everything the child needs is in the breast. It's very, very um, nourishing for the baby mm -hmm. and the, it gives the baby comfort. So basically what the Bible is saying here when it's talking about in Isaiah, where he said um, uh, um, that you may nurse and be satisfied from a consoling breast. The breast consoles. It does console and God has given it for that purpose and that is the purpose for which it is there. And um, you can also see that from other animals. And then he also said that, um, and, you all, and you shall nurse and you shall be carried upon her hip and um, bounced upon her knees. The way we take care of our babies. babies. You pick up your baby, you bounce them upon your knees, you talk with them, you shout, you play with them, you see the joy in their hearts. You know, that's the way God wants it to be. And that's why God created. And you can see it's natural for mothers. You just pick up a baby and the mm. next thing you start doing is you start bouncing the baby on your hip. You start, you know, carrying mm. them around and all <laughs> of that. So that's what God wants us to do. And then let's look at the one in Lamentation that talks about jackals of her breasts. What he's saying, in essence, that even other animals, they breast their, they breastfeed their babies. And God has created us to nurse our babies. And that's why God said, um, if you look at, we say we are mammals. Mm -hmm. What differentiates us from other animals, animals is because we breastfeed. You know, is the breastfeeding that actually takes us away from, um, from, um, the breastfeeding takes us away, kind of, um, differentiates us from other animals that do not breastfeed. So God gave us the breast for a purpose. We are mammals. And mammal, the mammal part is the fact that we breastfeed. Okay? And um, that is it. And it says that they nurse their young ones, but the daughter of my people have become cruel. So it's actually wrong for a woman not to breastfeed her baby scripturally. Scripturally, it is wrong. So that, that I believe. The Bible says it all. So it's, it's, we should just breastfeed our baby and do what God wants us to do. to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you for that. I want to, what advice would you give to um, young mothers like me out there? Not even just with breastfeeding, with just regards to how we raise our child. You know, what can we do better? What shouldn't we do? You know, just, I mean, you've done it three um, times. <laughs> Well, um, one thing I have realized is that uh, somebody gives us to a child once and, be, and then tends to feel like she's, um, she's a master at, at it, you know. Um, sometimes when I hear people, especially young mothers, talk, I tend to feel that, okay, how many kids have you given birth to that you have become uh, <laughs> an pro. expert, a pro? <laughs> uh -huh. And the bit that's funny is that even somebody that has given birth to 10 children cannot declare herself a pro because every child can be different. So um, there's no, the only pro in this matter is God, you know. So um, I would want to say whatever people tell you, take them with a pinch of salt, you know. Um, I believe medically, uh, people who give us medical advice have 
experiences because um, they don't just deal with one type of person. They see different cases mm -hmm. and they can give you a better advice on how to take care of your baby. Um, um, having gone through three different kids and having gone through three different ways of raising, raising them, them, yeah, uh, I, I tend to agree more with the with the with the medicals, you know, than you know with what uh, than with the social. Okay. okay, so I would key into the medical more than the social, okay. and I would say um, take the advice of your doctors, hear what they have to say about your baby, listen to them, and try to do what they want you to do as much as possible. And if you have issues with taking care of your baby, you can always go back to them for advice. And um, fine, uh, our grandmothers are so our mothers also are there to help us. Mm -hmm. And um, some of the things that they the advice they would give you would be different from the advice your friends will give you, mm -hmm. because they too would have seen quite a lot. You know, okay. so listen to the older ones than the younger ones okay. and then listen to your doctors as well, uh, your nurses. I'm sure they'll they'll help you a lot. Okay, thank you so yeah. much. Thank you, I really appreciate. It. I've learned quite a lot. You can see how she, how your breast specified her now, and she's gone to sleep. Yeah, she's gone to sleep, which is so true. <laughs> but thank you, Ma. Um, well, I know this is not part of the whole process, but. Um, with regards to the scripture aspects of the whole conversation, would you be willing to op open to having maybe a day where as a pastor you can speak to, yeah, if we can gather as many young mothers together to speak to us about the strange years yeah. that's, you know, about raising the children and breastfeeding. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. That's, that would be fine to be nice to talk to them about it, okay. and so that everybody, at least you, 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 you enjoy the experience. You see, motherhood is a beautiful experience. It's something that um, people, some are looking to have, and they they, they don't, don't have it. And um, another thing is that um, some people are craving for it. They are, you know, and it's not like it's not it's not due to any fault of theirs that they can't have one. And you that have it, you are not enjoying it. You know, you are you are allowing social. Um, images and social norms to, to prevent you from enjoying being a mother. Motherhood is beautiful, you know. It's something that you enjoy be doing. And God has given you grace for each period. For the period when you are nursing, there's a grace for it. For the period when you are out of nursing and you're raising the kids, there's a grace for it. For the period when your kids are in school, there's a grace for it. For the period where they are even married, there's a grace for it, you know. So mm -hmm. God gives grace for every part of your life as a woman. So you need to be able to tap into that grace to be able to enjoy, enjoy it. it. So that, that, that for me is one advice I'll give every young girl. As like, um, if God has given you something, cherish what God has given to you. Enjoy what God has given to you. Make the best of what God has given to you. And then you also have to understand that um, children are a heritage of God. We don't, it's not like you deserve it. The people that don't have it, it's not because you're better than them. So God gave you those children for a purpose. You are a custodian of those children. So they're not really yours. No. You know, if they were yours, then if they're sick, you'll be able to take care of them. You'll be able to uh, remove the sickness from their body, you know, but because they're not yours, they're his. You, you have to understand that you are actually a keeper. And um, you are entrusted with the kids and their life is, imp is important to God, who is the owner of the children and not you. So uh, basically, I want to tell every young person to um, enjoy being a mother if you are one, you know, and um, enjoy being a mother and do it properly uh, to the best of your ability. So that if somebody, God asks you and say, where's the child that I gave you? You can say, no, that's the child. 
that you gave me and God can be delighted in, it, in that child, you know. So for me, um, motherhood is a beautiful thing. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing that God has endowed us with and we should just enjoy it, you know, and um, make the best of it. I hope you're enjoying it too. I am. It's, it's, <laughs> it has its rough days, but I wouldn't change it for anything. That's how, it's really, how it is. It's That's really how it beautiful. is. Yeah. That's how it is. And mommy, thank you so much. My I've learned a lot. And I know our listeners are also going to pick a few things. If not for anything, at least they will know that if you really make porridge watery, it will actually help with your breast milk. I know I'm going to try it. When I came back from the hospital, what my um, mother-in-law, Nkuli's mother, what he did, she did is, I think for a whole month, she just made porridge. Every morning I'm having porridge. And then she says, if you're thirsty, drink tea. So I was drinking black tea. So she's already giving yes, you. So you see, she's already making you have the warm. Yes, I was you having see, porridge. And then you see those days our mothers would take care of us mm-hmm. in such a way. Sometimes they even hit your body up with massages to massage your body up so that the, the the body can be stimulated to release to release the, the milk. So, so our, our mothers know what they're doing. They do. uh, but if you listen to your mate say, it's it's another it's another issue, another story for another day. <laughs> But thank you so okay, much. My it's, it's been it's been a pleasure having you here with me, and I've learned a lot today. Um, I'm sure we'll do this again. I'll come up with another topic and we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. But thank you, and thank your you guys pleasure. for listening in. Um, I appreciate it taking time out of your day to listen. You know, so yeah, thank you, and see you again on the next episode. <laughs>